On this week's episode of Off The Bit, we have all the racing and sport news. We'll cover the Doncaster meeting coming up. We have uh, our NRL review and some segments. It's going to be a ripper. Let's go. The views and opinions put forth in this podcast by Yellowman and Roy's Reese are our views and our views alone. There's no room here for scathing attacks on the information we provide or the bullshit that manifests. We take a lot harder walk through the vast yawning chasm that is racing and sport and life. And if you don't like it, well, feel free to jog on. That's your man, Yellowman. I'm your boy, Roy's Reese. This is the Off A Bit Podcast, and we prefer our listeners. Shake it, not scared. Not scared. Yep, this is us. We're back. Episode three of Off the Bit. Thank you for joining us. Uh, whether you're driving in your car, whether you're working a dead end job, uh, whether you're going for a run, whether you're at the gym. If you're listening to us at the gym, what's wrong with you? That's weird. <laughs> That's really strange. Actually, hey, Rosary, that would be strange if someone actually listened to us as we're speaking and they're in the gym. I've done it before. A podcast? Yeah, podcast at the gym. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. A, fu- a funny one? No, uh, it's it called Astonishing Legends. Just a bit of background music. I needed to zone out. Yeah, okay. just get things done. Factual one. Yeah, yeah. You can't have. You can't have. You can't be listening to a funny podcast. In the, if you, you're standing in the gym with <laughs> earphones in and just start laughing. Yeah. yeah. If you're on the squat rack, like squatting like a buck fifty, and just start giggling, <laughs> something's up. I've seen worse things in the gym though. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah. So if uh, to everyone that if you're doing the commute. If you're stuck on the train, if you're uh, at your job, if you're ignoring your missus, welcome to uh, Off The Bit. And if Dead said, if you, I'll, tell you this, I'll do this for these guys. I'll tell this out, Reese. Ready? One, eight, seven, three. You know what I'm doing? I have no idea what you're doing. Um, I'm, if they're doing their sets, I'm just like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you are doing some numerical Tourette's there. No, I'm just fucking them up. No, just uh, what, set, what, what were you on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Weirdos. So, uh, yeah, on this episode, we have uh, the bumper card coming up. We've got the Doncaster Handicap, TJ Smith, Size, Derby. We're going to go through all that. We've got a segment called Back in the Future, which we uh, premiered last week uh, <laughs> on Rolls-Reese's Forceful Entry, uh, which made, it, was, it was popular enough to make me actually make it a thing. So we have Back in the Future, which will give you something to back in the future as we go each episode. Uh, other than that, we've got our, our, our man, Hubie. He's Hubie's back. back in a he, big Hubie's way. He's back with the Rugby League NRL review. That's a absolute, that's a tight one. Um, big big week in Rugby League too, so he's going to nail all that. Uh, we've got a few segments. We've got our winners and losers, as we always do. We've got a new one called What Are They Smoking? That's um, that's a little bit different, and I'm happy with that. And uh, before we get into that, uh, we, we debuted, uh, we talked about at least uh, on the fringe of it this, um, this uh, Back in the Future uh, as a developing sort of segment, but we actually, unbeknownst to us, Snuck up on a whole entire segment last week that we didn't know. And Rant it's, Man. It's called Rant Man. Yeah. The uh, star-spangled Winger himself. Yeah. Um, doesn't wear a cape. Doesn't wear a cape. Just wears his uh, medium-sized bonds, half-stretched yep. on, his, on his couch. Cotton. Yep. Going, going through some Instagram. That is the man, Rant yep. Man. And, uh, and you he, have taken on this, you've taken on this persona. I have taken on this persona because I've got another issue. Some might say that I've taken on Hubie Brown's persona, but you've never, se- you've never seen me and Hubie in the same place at the same time. <laughs> so you, you've you definitely can, seen recent rant, man. Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So you're about to download a rant, and I'll, I can't wait to hear it. What are we talking? This gender reveals—they've absolutely pissed me off in the last couple of months. But 
couple this, of months. This, this week in particular. Okay. To be fair, it's been a been a big weekend. So oh, I, I felt a little like Jesus. I, I went missing on Friday and I, I popped back up on, oh, three, on, three on, on Monday, three day yeah. bender over the over the long weekend. But I come across a video of a guy doing a gender reveal and it a, a alligator. Well, no, well, snaps its jaws on a little ball and blue dust comes out. <laughs> so if, if nobody knows what, the, what a gender reveal is, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. But the the thing is, they keep getting more and more elaborate. A gender reveal is an attention grab. Is it, is. it is. It yes. very much yes. is. It's, it's a, an um, over an over overly productive, uh, overly overly productive, uh, extravagant, uh, way out of their means, make them feel better for the gram. That's it, that's, that's a exactly reveal. what it is. It's yeah. hype culture gone mad once again. Yep. I'm over it. I'm sick of seeing these elaborate things. I feel like people are going out just to have babies now so they can do a gender reveal. Yeah. Like That's part of culture. They've seen Kimmy K do it one time. Now let's have a go. Mate, it's, it, you, we get, like, because social media is so in everyone's pockets now. Like, we get it. We we get the, the ultrasound at the start, right? That little, like, <laughs> yeah. guess we, what? We know you're having a guess kid. Guess what? We're expecting, yeah. And then we've got nine months of basically building up to the fucking gender reveal. And then it's just the most annoying fucking thing to ever watch. Ugh. Absolute pain. Yes. And, and, my, my old man, I could only imagine how he came, like, did the gender reveal. Oh, how'd he go? Yeah. Come out, yeah. goes, is that a dick? <laughs> yeah, right, eh? What, what, what do you want to call it? <laughs> oh, look at that. In the uh, News Weekly, Reese Witherspoon. How about Reese? Yeah, we'll run with that. Let's spell it slightly different. There we go. No, I think Reese Nah, is sorry. I don't, want to, I don't want to rag on me, old man. Yeah, good he, on him. Good, good on him. Is it, you reckon. Um, the, Reese's Reese's, not, Reese's a boy's name, man. Like, is, yeah, yeah. Casey's a girl's name. I got, but oh, Yellow Man. Uh, Yellow Man's just a um, this the Jennifer. Yellow. A, if nobody <laughs> knows Yellow Man, everything he's fucking yellow. Yeah, I get asked that a his, lot. Uh, his little charger there's yellow. His phone's yellow. His phone case is yellow. His yeah. shirt is always yellow. If I drink enough beer, my skin goes yellow. <laughs> yeah, it's a, just a win-win. <laughs> Bit of lupus. Anyways, so, that's my rant for the for, yeah, for this week. I, I would like to just uh, use my platform to send a notification to girls out there everywhere. Well, it's not no just one, girls as well. No one. Can, no, it's not. It's like they, I would say if I was going to say percentages of a, of a couple that really wanted fucking gender reveal party, I'm going to have thirteen percent guys. Whatever. I'm bad at maths, but the rest of that is girls. <laughs> You're real that's, bad at maths. <laughs> what is it? Eighty-seven. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that was your next you, you answer. Just beat, you yeah. beat me. Um, so you got that off your chest? I, I, I could, I'm I, happy. I, I, I'm happy. Could, I just want to let people know. Gender reveals suck. Have you seen the real lame ones, like the compilation where they're trying to like uh, smash the balloon and the balloon, like he snaps the, the cord of the balloon oh, and it just goes up compilation. in the air. Yeah, yeah. See, I'd love that. That's yeah, like porn yeah, to me. Good suck, dick. Rant, Fuck rant, yous. Yeah. Rant Man would have to close the blinds to that one, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a rant man done. Rant man done. Love, I love that segment. We're going to get straight into the racing, man. Um, we're just going to chuck, uh, touch on Almandon. Uh, really nice win last week. Uh, probably looks to be Lloyd Williams' 1400th uh, cup winner. Good on him. He, I feel about as bad for Lloyd, uh, as good for Lloyd Williams as I do with Debbie Capitas. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, another Melbourne Cup. Yeah, fucking congratulations. But anyway, he's uh, uh, there was a bit of um, controversy with the riding tactics. Yeah, so they didn't declare their tactics. He was meant to sit back as he usually does. Yep. And this time he's gone forward and uh, run over the top of Galo Chop. Mm. So some punters aren't happy that there's a change. Stewards aren't happy. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that aren't happy that they didn't declare, 
declare their riding tactics. Yeah. So I, I got a mixed opinion on it, and I, I sit divided on my point of view for a number of reasons. One, from a punter's point of view, I totally understand we want to know what the horse is doing because if you push a horse forward that usually, let's say Winks, right, Casey? Yep. yep. Yellow man? Yellow man. Yeah. Yo. If we push, yeah, if yeah, we push you're, Winks you're forward. You're fucking stepping a line there, brother. <laughs> it's a thin line. <laughs> How can I stuff that up with all this yellow in front of me as well? So if we push Winks forward, right, yeah. and we don't declare it, she comes out, she loses. Yeah. Imagine that. How many people would be pissed off that yeah. she didn't take that sit and then run home like she always does? Yep. I see why we want to declare it for a punter's point of view. As a racing point of view or, or, or a trainer, a jockey, yep. we want that surprise. We want to be able to hold our taxi, tactics to ourselves so we can go do exactly what our man did, come out, run over the top and win. Yep. I think it's great. Yeah. You can't, you can't be giving Gallo Chop any sort of form it's in, even off the backup. You can't be giving it too much room. Exactly. Um, uh, and he's, he's a horse that, uh, that knows his shit. Like, um, uh, I just worry about our man and the way he sort of won so well, uh, first up or second up last prep towards the spring, the Melbourne cup, then he, and he disappointed. Um, I just want to see whether he's that good fresh and whether that hard and, uh, long into a prep as, uh, you know, at least the Sydney cup coming up, it will be a good testament to it as to whether he can hold his form. But um, yeah, I'm happy to move on with that. Good on El Mandan. I don't give a fuck, really. About, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. No, Nobody gives no, a fuck. No, the horse won. Good on him. Um, slow news week for him, I reckon. Yeah, well, yeah, it was actually, uh, I'm touching on that. It's a pretty slow week, news week uh, all around, but we're, we're doing our best and we've done actually quite well to, to fashion out a very nice, entertaining show for you. It's funny as shit, <laughs> just quietly. Um, before we get all the funny shit, we have to do our due diligence, right? There's nothing, nothing fun ever comes out of form crunching, but the whole reason we have this podcast is to make it as entertaining as possible. And I just dropped everything. Um, we have first <coughs> onto the Doncaster. <laughs> oh, good save. Yeah. Yeah, that was well right. done. Rose. You're down there picking yep. up your shit. Yep. Yep. So the Doncaster, we go straight to it. Um, I'm just going to get your tips and my tips. I'm not going to delve into each horse's form because that's boring. So give me what you got. Number give- one, Kementari. His last up run, I think he was a bit hard done by. Wings came over on top of him. He couldn't keep running through. Lost yep. a bit of speed there. He'll run over the top of Clapper any day, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, what about Humidor? Do you have any thoughts on him? Yeah. Humidor is my roughie for this one. Uh, I like how he gets back, and he's got a real good button to run on. He's a New Zealand horse. They like it nice and heavy, nice and hard. Uh, hopefully the track's got a bit of sting out of it up there too. Yep. I think he's my roughie. Keep an eye out for him. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and punch with Toes and Stardom. Uh, Happy Clapper. I think they're both consistent gallopers. I'm going to leave Humidor out of it, mate. You can have that. Yeah. Uh, Kementari, of course. Uh, I do like Egg Tart uh, at the very, very lightweight with Craig Froggy Newitt. Um, let's see what we can do there. Uh, very happy with that. Um, let's move on. TJ. The TJ. Oh. TJ. If anyone listened to last week's episode, so all, <laughs> all 17 of you, you'd know that uh, Rolls-Reese has a little sneaky, little sneaky, sneaky. For the uh, for the TJ, which yeah, is I'm going to bring that back to the future though. So Ooh. I'm going to say Rizel, you can't go by. I'm not going to comment too much on it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Everest, I, I, I Everest can't... sectionals. Yeah, eleven, eleven, eleven. Yeah, yeah, just huge, yeah, just an absolute ready made galloper. But I, I always hold hold stead that uh, on any given day, any horse can have a failure. So um, Mate, they they get out there and leave the handbrake on. You know? Yeah, horses come with handbrakes, don't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much the two little leather things in between your hands. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. And, and God willing that if that doesn't work, 
that they have enough sense to not go through metal, um, which some of them do. But Size. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to... You can interrupt me anytime you like. Yeah. I want to get through this. It bores me. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm going to go In Her Time. In Corey Her Brown. Time. Yeah. Yep. Can we um, push on? Seabrook. Uh, the, oh, it was, oh, wow, you're just jumping. You really don't want to, you don't no, want to be here at I'm all, do you? Uh, so the Inglis, is that what you're going? Yeah, the size, yeah. Uh, size, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Uh, Uhud, yeah, done. All right, fuck it off. Derby. Done. Derby, um, ace high. There. Happy with that? Weather with you. Rough. Uh, big shout out to, uh, the Connections of Weather with you. Yeah, they're, um, they're at Warwick Farm. Um, does a great job too. Uh, name escapes me. Just scares me with uh, his, with his uh, one Amelia, week Amelia, shout out to Amelia, the strapper of, uh, the strapper, yeah, come good, strapper of uh, Weather With You, uh, looks after him a treat, and it's been a welcome having her at Work Farm, good chick. So Four parts done. Now, segment is what we said before, back in the future, so um, we're going to, I'm going to give you something that you can back in the future, I'll because I think we might have already touched on yours, Rolls Reese, so I'll just take this one, uh, my back in the future is a wild, wild one, but... The NFL is a fickle mistress, and the over the last uh, three weeks in uh, in trade talks, uh, a team by the name of the LA Rams have traded up for one of the most uh, imposing defensive lineups I've ever seen uh, as, as a collective. Um, they've got Endomican Sue. Actually, tell you, I'm going to just name some. I'm going to name some players of these roles, Reese, and I want yeah, you to, yeah. to stop me when I when I'm not talking about the uh, the Rams team. Okay, so there's Andomikin Sue, right? Yeah. Okay. There's uh there's Akib Talib. Yeah. Okay. There's uh Joe Jonas. Oh yeah, stop yeah. you there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. But now they've got Andomikin Sue. They've got Akib Talib, uh, Marcus Peters. Uh, very, uh, very imposing, and one of the greatest offenses. So, uh, what I'm doing for my back in the future, um, this is what you do to put. I'm not telling you to, but uh, at the price of fifteen dollars, it's well worth putting a sneaky fifty on, and then forgetting about that until the future. And then when it does win, when the Rams win the Super Bowl, you can go back to episode three, and I tell you to go back to the future. And then you back it, and then you, you see. Poss- possibly the sports almanac here. Yeah. It is exactly. It's they found the almanac. Yeah. yeah. So that's my tip. The LA Rams to win the Super Bowl in 2018-19 season. You heard it here first, Yellow Man. That's my Back to the Future. Crossy Rosaries. Mine for this is English. Touched on it last week. I think she's got it in. Uh, she's paying eleven bucks. Chuck a if you want to have a little bit. Chuck a ten. Set you up for the rest 20. of the day. 20, ten, ten gets you 10, nowhere. 20. 20. You know what I mean. 20. Chuck, chuck a little bit on her. 50. Don't, don't go wild because it is pretty 50. pretty long. Put your mortgage on it. <laughs> <laughs> Mum and dad help. <laughs> <laughs> I need money this week. Don't yeah. mortgage it because yeah. uh, I, 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 I don't want my head rolling on the floor. Okay, but um, I do chuck it out as my tip of the carnival. Shit. It is running against... Redzel, which oh, obviously said it's been smacking uh, out those impressive times, but yeah. you know. Who's riding her? Uh, who is riding her? Sam Clifford. <laughs> I didn't get that. I had, I had a brain uh, fight there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was bad radio, but I was actually mouthing Sam Clifford into him twice, and he was just like, huh? <laughs> but anyway, oh, it's, uh, you know your shit. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's our segment done. Let's roll on. All right, so... I'm ha- you know what I want to do? Let's break up the monotony. Let's go to our NRL because uh, we're done racing. Yeah. Let's talk about sport. And you can't sort, start talking about sport without 
our famed NRL review with Hubie Brown. How old is Hubie again? Hubie 120, I think we, uh, on the scale. On the scale? I, yeah. thought, I thought he was, uh, he just sounds really old. He's, he's only like six or something. It's a bit of a mystery. mystery he is, yeah. Hubie. I think he, he weighs three stone seven. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Uh, this is our NRL review. Let's go. Let's hit it, Hubie. Pull up a chair and take a seat, Burr Ryan, as we head into the week four of the NRL, which stands for New Rule Legislation, as the referees were doing their best Kim Kardashian and blowing anything that moves. Depression loomed large at 1300 Smiles Stadium, ironically, as the Cowboys put on a brave face, but there were 13 reasons why they suck, and looking at the tapes is because they can't play football good. Kyle felt okay as he crossed for a double, but it was the Inca statue James Tarmow that got Sinbin for being an annoying grub. James Maloney said, Nathan Cleary who? As he played out of his skin and wagga wagga wagga, Blake crossed for a four-pointer as the Panthers run in winners 33-14. to It was a happy Easter for the Bunnies as they said, What's up, Doc? As Josh Morris went all goop, 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 as he deep-throated a forearm from the sloth from Goonies, Sam Burgess. Moses said, bye for real this time, and pissed me off that I'd used that joke last week, as he literally left the field early and straight to the dentist after a nasty head clash. There was a bit of friction with Aldo Montoya, the Portuguese man of war, as he threw a ball at the Burgess brother that's looking more like a fat Steve Irwin nowadays. Meanwhile, Carmichael, Carmichael, Hyman, Hunt, Cunt, Fuck, Shit, scored a try and set off my Tourette's shit-fucking. Bunnies did it to them doggy style, 20 points to 16. One thing I really fucking hate is covering Melbourne Storm games as the tug of war and grubby play make for about as good viewing as watching live footage of the Holocaust. Oh, say Billy, what you doing? Oh, not the man, just out here milking penalties and such. Billy Slater was flip-flopping all over the place like a flaccid penis in another game that just had one try. Next week I'm phoning this one in, fuck this shit, Sharks 14, Storm 4. If the Roosters were uncle, then the Warriors went full Jake the Muss on the chooks and beat the fuck out of them all over Alliance like it was a pub in Wotawura. The Kiwis invoked the tuck rule because there was no Johnson to be seen. Get it? Finkler's Arnold. Finkler's Arnold. <laughs> Laterell Mitchell went straight up the field to post the first points of the Roosters, but this was all she wrote as the Warriors stretched it to 4-0 and and next week take on North Queensland at home, so fuck me, it could be five. Warriors 30, Piss Week Roosters, sex. To Lotto Land now, and the topsy-turvy Seagulls put on a clinic against the Raiders, whom are quickly becoming the most embarrassing thing to come out of the nation's capital since Julia Gillard. Tom, the letters you have left at the end of Scrabble, Chaboyevic, was in fine form flying around the park like a majestic gazelle. But it was their injury count that has the most worrying, as now they have something in common with prostitutes, as their knees are showing wear and tear. Seagulls 32, Canberra half that, 16. The Knights charged the Illawarra as the 3-0 Dragons looked to stretch it to 4, and oh, did they ever. 
Tariq was playing Sims as he told the defenders what to do as he crossed in the 13th minute and I felt like I was ordering Chinese when Isal Nao Mao which goes great with fried rice, blocked his way over the f- to put the game out of reach. McDonald got a two-piece and some fries, and the Dragons pretend to play cricket and stretch it to four, 30 points to 12. Fuck you, Rosers. Off we go to Suncorp, and Wayne Bennett must feel like punching people more than Matt Lodge on narcotics and Heineken as the Broncos get completely outgunned by a youthful Titans outfit. The Titans weren't boobs today as Philip... Play it again, Sammy. Struck all the chords with a well-earned treble. Broncos, ho-hum. Gold Coast flourish, 26-14. to 14. And finally, Will Smith was trying to stop the men in black and orange as the Tigers roared into a tight game that was kept tighter by silliest, silly mistakes as the Eels threatened to actually win a game. Fuck me. But fell shorter than a tripping midget and you can basically throw this season away because if they make the finals... I'll fall off my penny farthing. I hope you all enjoyed your Easter, and boys, you know what I gave up for Lent this year? Cocaine! <laughs> alright, alright. Thank you very much, the great man Hubie. Oh, Car- good- Car- Carmichael Hyman Cunt. Hyman. Hyman Cunt. Yeah, actually set off his. He's Tourette's. Yeah, there's in a big way. There's a lot, there's a lot to him. Uh, but he does a good job. That was one of his best. So I, I, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, no, good, good on Hubie. He's good, he's good having him on board. Um, we're going to get into some segments now that we've crossed all that. Uh, I've got a new segment. We have a new segment well, called... Thanks for including me. Yeah, yeah. We, this is a group effort uh, called What Are They Smoking? All of it. Yeah, they must be. Um, I've got two, episode, uh, two examples of What Are They Smoking, which is uh, our usual twist on pop culture. Uh, what are they smoking? My first guy, what are they smoking? Is the Pope. You're, smoke, you're smoking the Pope? I thought that oh, was yeah. reserved for little boys. Smoking the Pope. Smoking <laughs> <laughs> a pancake. <laughs> Bonging a blintz. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Pope has come out and renounced that there is a hell, which, which basically is the most fucking craziest shit ever. He's Without a hell, you can't have a heaven. Yeah, yeah. What was he thinking? He's not thinking. He's he's been smoking. Yeah, he, he's he's basically said that uh, that whether you uh, when you die that it, uh, heaven and hell is just a a, a moment of uh, of your mental imagination. Yeah, it's a it's a bit rich coming from the Pope saying there's no hell. It means there's no soul then. Yeah, it means he has, doesn't have a job. <laughs> Where you going? Yeah, maybe he's just trying to fuck it up for the next bloke. You know, he doesn't like anybody else coming, so yeah. he's going. Yeah, it's <laughs> fuck is all. I'm going out soon, so uh, no, nah, I'm going to make this redundant. Yeah, you know, it's like a Rolls Royce. It's like a comedian when like the guy in front of you is like hitting real punchlines, and you sort of sit in the back going, "Ghoul!" Like, <laughs> how am I going to follow this? Like this pope in front of you just said, "There's." You know what? It's like a mic it's drop. Eminem eight ball. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Burp, bitch. Burp, ho. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who didn't get that, that's, that's, that's scary uh, movie three. Scary movie. Yeah, yeah. My little, my little, my middle name's Clarence. <laughs> I don't know it as well as you. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. So, what the hell is the Pope smoking? He's, he's actually said he said, uh, I know I'm from the country and I'm white and I got no rhythm. Doctor Phil's my uncle and I like to hang with him. Yeah. <laughs> Great fucking film. Anyways, but yeah, that's what he's doing. So, he, he, not only is he renouncing the fact that there is no heaven and hell, he's basically telling everyone that um, that uh, follows his faith, which is I, I'm not sure of the amount of people. It'll probably be oh, half of the world that follows Christianity. It's a big number. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so anyway, uh, don't. It's kind of it's kind of fucked your shit up then if you you listen to this and you're like, 
You're like, oh, religion, I'm, you're really religious. Ruin their day. You're not going to hell, you're not going to heaven, you ain't going anywhere, mate. You're, going, say, you're going under the ground. Imagine imagine being in the gym and listening to a podcast and then laughing while you're squatting and then being a devout Christian and then and, and the next rep. Crying on told, the up. Getting, 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 getting told that getting, getting it doesn't exist. Oh, I, I reckon he, uh, he just got a little bit of inspiration from Stephen Hawking's death. He's like, oh, oh fuck it. Well, I was about to say, do you reckon uh, Stephen Hawking touched, like, spoke, to him, spoke to him? Yeah, there's no soul. There's no such thing. I, th- I thought this was just purely reserved for gingers, but apparently the Pope reckons it's for everybody. We all got no soul. All right, this is a this is a weird side note, but I heard someone refer to Stephen Hawking as having a body like a crumpled up piece of paper. <laughs> Have you ever seen Sausage Party? Yes. The yeah. best bit is when they bring Stephen Hawking's out and he's just the chewed up bit of chewy. <laughs> <laughs> I know the way. Holy, holy shit, I fucking forgot about that. He's a chewed up that, bit of gum. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen, I love you, love what you're about. but Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, uh, rest in peace dearly to Stephen Hawking. Well, he won't be going anywhere. Chewing gum takes a while to, do, uh, to uh, decompose. It, yeah, well, um, oh, chewing gum has no soul either. So basically... True. Basically, uh, chewing gum is just a lump of matter like we are. Who else has uh, been smoking up this week? We have uh, NBA uh, Philadelphia 76ers center, uh, up and coming uh, freak of nature, Joel Embiid, who unfortunately last week suffered a facial fracture and had a bit of surgery. Um, and unfortunately, he um, has been either. L- He's, is he, it unfortunately or fortunately for us? For us, it's, it's very fortunate for us that uh, he's been able to tweet from his bedside, which has been the most entertaining thing I've seen all week. Which is uh, someone needs to take the phone off that man. He uh, his first um, his first quote was, um, "Am I high, or is because uh, uh, he was watching the NCAA tournament March Madness? Am I high, or is Laola just shooting a lot of threes? Man, they're unstoppable. Um, yeah, you're high." Because you're tweeting from your bedside, and previously before that, he shouted out to Rihanna and, uh, hit, and hit her up. He's like, "Hey, Rihanna, like, am I any chance?" <laughs> so that's what. Uh, that, <laughs> Mate, I, you got all the chances now. You keep doing you, buddy. Yeah. I like what you're about. Yeah, take it off him. I remember, like, um, in saying that, in his, in his defense, uh, I had shoulder surgery, and uh, I was on a course of endone and and uh, and uh, sort of a, a bit of a relapse from morphine with it, and. Um, uh, a month into my shoulder reco and, and surgery, we put plates in. It's a long story. No one's fucking bored with that. But um, I actually, at midnight, one night, um, I decided to run down to like, uh, you know, put people put like stuff out the front of their house, houses, like, yeah. uh, you know, so I saw a lounge that I thought I liked at midnight and I ran down and picked it up and then carried it all the way back to my... What size was this lounge? Second, uh, it was a three-seater. You sure you were on endo, not crack? And it was, it, well, it must have been the same thing. Like, honestly, like I woke up the next day because I couldn't get it all the way up because I had one arm and I sort of walked down and looked at it in the staircase and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> mm, yeah. I'm a bit so, like that on a, on a hangover. I've been caught on the lounge butt naked a couple of times, so... Yeah, I guess you're forgiven. Yeah, uh, could we, we can probably for, can we we can forgive John Embiid because he, he is obviously on uh, he's on some um, you know some high painkillers and, and that, but the Pope unless unless the Pope's got a real bad back problem and he's like, <laughs> and he's taking some shit for it maybe he's just over the job it's getting a bit monotonous for him and he's he's trying to spice it up a little bit God love him that's oh. I like that episode that that is our first ever signature episode of what are they smoking uh, next one we'll do our usual winners and losers. What do you got? You got a winner for us? Mate, I got a few winners this week, as per usual. You know, yep. Grand Optimist. Yep. Uh, Stacked up. It's a win for the Easter Bunny. 
Not Ooh. just because it's Easter. Yeah. But, uh, he he's got, back. He's he, back in the. He's he got a trending. Little, he got a little bit of action. Did he? When I mean a little bit of action, he was uh, he was at a family fun park in the U- in USA, and a mother <laughs> of uh, three or so, fifty two years old, had a few too many shandies over. Oh, over she, Easter, she backed it on up like she a jump, jumped on his on his lap, gave him a bit of a touch up, said a few naughty things to him. Yeah, got a few little selfies with him. Run off, jumped on the uh, the uh, merry-go-round, riding a horse a bit promiscuously. Apparently, got arrested for indecent exposure. She did a bit. She did. She got arrested for it. But that's a win. That is a massive win for the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Yeah, good, good on the Easter Bunny. My next win is also quite, um, how would you say it, circumstantial. It's a win for April Fools. Mm-hmm. So oh uh, yes, yep. There's, there's a newspaper in the UK called the Observer. Yep. And they published if, uh, just to explain what Brexit is in case nobody knows. It's the UK, the UK leaving the EU, right? Yep. So they've made some emojis. Well, this is what's claimed in this in this article. They've made some emojis. Just for Brexit. It's like a bulldog with a hat on and something. Patriotic style stuff. Patriotic style stuff. And a BBC breakfast show caught, like, got the newspaper and they've announced that they're they're bringing out these new emojis. Hot off the press. Yeah. Just after they did that, the Observer (laughs) tweeted, April Fools. (laughs) I thought it was. At at, at the BBC? At the the BBC. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, they got a mainstream mainstream television. Absolutely. Broke a story. That's a win. I'm actually surprised an Australian haven't done that. I haven't seen... Have you seen any Australian coverage of any April Fool's? That's usually what we do because we're dickheads. Satirical dicks. Um, I'm surprised I haven't seen that. How about you? Wins? Loss? Uh, I've got some losses soon as you sort of cover Typical. Um, Absolutely typical. Yeah. Always you, the peasants. You, you know where I am. At. You know where I'm at. Um, I'm just... Mine's uh, very well... Actually, I have one winner. Uh, this um, this is coming from a, a, a touchy place with racing. Um uh, today, uh, thoughts uh, to the Berry family. It's a, uh, it remarks the passing of uh, Nathan Berry. Uh, he's a winner um, in everyone's book, uh, champion bloke, and and just the most unfortunate uh, circumstances. But uh, uh, for him, and also unencumbered passing as well. Yep. Um, they are winners, man. And um, I want to sh- uh, send a shout out to uh, Nath- uh to Tommy, uh, Nathan, obviously, uh, Julie Berry, um, John Berry. So um, and. Um, uh, our thoughts uh, on behalf of us goes out to you. Um, that was a pretty, uh, pretty a solemn one, but, uh, but again, de- de- yeah, it definitely need to be done. Um, we're, you know, we, we love the people. Uh, my losers speaking about, um, uh, speaking about loving the people. I don't love this guy. And this is, uh, ad- admin, what's this fucking clown's name? Admin Pete, intern Pete for, uh, Kyle and Jackie Osho. Did you, don't you watch it. This? Don't, well, listen to it. Don't well, this was the, st- uh, the Steve Smith, um, uh, his press conference where he was uh, crying, admitting that he tampered with the balls and, and yep. such. Um, so they had a, a bunch of questions, which was uh, a lot of uh, very hard-nosed, very well-respected journalists in the game uh, picking his brain and asking him what made him do it and, and uh, the ramifications of it. And then this fucking clown, this intern Pete, um, took the attention away um, and uh, Steve panned to him and he said... Uh, uh, I'm intern Pete from the Colin Jackie O show, and uh, we we don't we're not a sports show, which is why they where they fucked up because they're just trash, gossipy fucks. Uh, and he said um, that uh, 
they put it to a poll as to what um, you know uh, what how harsh it was Steve Smith's penalty and, and such, and he started to uh, segue into um, Married at First Sight. He said it's exactly like Married at First Sight, and then they just cut him off. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't see it. I didn't see it because I made a very similar connection yeah. the week before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Has he been listening to yeah, us? I don't know. Fucking, I prick. don't know. Yeah, but it was the fucking sickest shit ever. Uh, he de- definitely deserved a roasting, man. And, not, um, not, not to face, man. Especially when you're sitting there in the heat of the moment, is is crying. Smart ass we can be. Yeah, and it's just a shameless plug. And like everyone knows that, that the more controversy, if no one knows media and how it works, the more controversy you uh, garner, the the more clicks and shit you get. So he did it on the biggest stage, which is enough to make people want to fucking listen to Colin Jackie the next day. And that's the shitty part about media. But anyway, fuck that guy. That's a fuck that guy, actually. I didn't even think of that. That is a dead set fuck that guy. Um, that's pretty much the curtail of our show. It's a, It's been a short news week. Um, Not much going on. No. Um, we come back next week. We've got a, uh, we'll have a guest next week, which would be great. Our first integral part into that. Um, and apart from that, I'm happy with it, man. Rolls-Royce, on behalf of you and me and... Uh, ben Silver Sound Studios. Don't worry, I'll be these, back with these, another these, another roasting for fashions uh, in the field after. Absolutely. After yeah. Are, are you going? Are you getting dressed up? I don't know. What do we think? Can we start a poll and see if I should enter again this week? Get back to me by Friday. Yeah. Well, and, actually, and we'll we, we we have to start. Um, we'll post the photos actually of what Rolls Rolls Reese looked like last time with his uh, plaid <laughs> plaid uh, three piece suit um, and and an umbrella and got nothing out of it. But um, shame. But yeah, uh, a quick shout out to uh, Silver Sound Studios, uh, the premier uh, recording um, studio in Wollongong. Uh, hit up the absolute legend, uh, engineer Ben, uh, legend. I remember that time I called him Sam. That went down well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, still responded though. Good yeah, bloke. yeah, yeah, he's a good bloke. Um, yeah, so uh, that's where we do our recording from. Great place and uh, well worth a visit. Uh, we're going to kick off. Ben, cue the music, buddy.